The following content previously aired on Green Mountain Mornings. You can listen to the show live with me, your host, Olga Peters, every weekday from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 100.3 FM and a.m. 1490. Welcome back to Green Mountain Mornings on 100.3 FM, a.m. 1490, 21 minutes past the top of the hour. I am Olga Peters, and I am in a very good mood right now because I get to talk to Michael Olesker of Talk Media News. Hey, Michael. Aren't you sweet? <laughs> Aren't you sweet? You were telling me off the air that uh, you've got a little snow up there? Yeah, yep, just a little bit of probably an inch of sloppy stuff. Snow, summer's over. I'll tell you where they could use that snow out in California. And the, and the rain that we're getting now. Snow, rain, yep. anything to to help them with those fires that are going on in California. 44 known dead more than 100 still missing, and that's not a good sign. No. Um, people uh, in some areas are able to go back to their homes today, or at least to where their homes used to be, uh, hoping that they're still there. Uh, we Have you seen some of these videos of people in their cars who are driving through the fires? Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, we have reached a point in our technology where humankind has never been before, and that is we are watching people broadcasting what might be the end of their own lives. Yeah. They're, they're talking, they're singing, they're praying, um, but they don't know if they're going to survive this. I don't think there has ever been a time in recorded history where we have seen people describing what they believe may be the end of their lives it's it's so poignant and when they do get through it's uh it's a tremendous relief not only for them but for us as well those fires continuing to wreak destruction in california more than seven thousand homes have been lost president trump continues to assess blame while failing to extend sympathy for the the victims he tweeted, there is no reason for these massive, deadly, and costly forest fires, except that forest management is so poor. He says billions of dollars are given each year, with so many lives lost, all because of gross mismanagement of the forest. Uh, th- that tweet has drawn absolute outrage, mm-hmm. not only from victims wondering why He hasn't expressed any kind of empathy, but from firefighters out there day and night, pardon me, fighting the blazes. For openers, these are not forest fires. They aren't even in forests. (laughs) They're in areas where communities are close to undeveloped areas, which makes it easier for the fires to move from wooded areas into neighborhoods. California happens to have a lot of geography like that, so do Florida and Texas. And scientists are attributing at least part of the problem to climate change, no matter what this president says. Uh, Because in a world that's getting warmer, vegetation dries out faster and it burns more easily. And so this year, about four times as much damage has been done in California as in average years. The amount of heartache is unmeasurable, and under that kind of circumstances, you might hope to hear the president offer 
words of condolence. But this is a guy who went to France for the 100th anniversary of the end of World War I and was the only national leader who couldn't rouse himself to go to that memorial service. He was home uh, on Veterans Day yesterday, couldn't bring himself to go to Arlington Cemetery, the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. I, I can't remember a president ever failing to do that. Neither can I. Uh, you know, this is a president who said John McCain wasn't a hero um, yeah. because he got captured. Oh, maybe right. He doesn't, maybe he doesn't think the thousands buried in France weren't heroes either. Right, uh, well, because they, they died. Yeah, right. They didn't just get captured. Good they died. Grief. I uh, I had a, a, a veteran on my show yesterday to talk about Veterans Day, and he actually used to be in charge of special visit convoys. So, like, when a president would come and was going to something like the, the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier, he would arrange those, those, um, that transportation. And he basically went through all the ways that the president's statements were bogus about why he couldn't get there. It is astonishing, and... Um... To me, that is offensive to Americans in general, but specifically to many in his base, mm -hmm. who have stuck with him through all kinds of offensive things that he has said and done. But how do you turn your back on veterans? You know, he's a guy who, um, you know, who ducked out of Vietnam because of bone spurs and um, made remarks about how the toughest thing he went through during Vietnam was avoiding sexually transmitted diseases at uh, various nightclubs. Um, this, is, this is beyond that. Mm -hmm. um, he couldn't even take the short drive from the White House over to Arlington National Cemetery, mm -hmm. much less to go to France and then not go to the memorial service. Yeah. Uh, I I um I don't understand the lack of soul. So look clearly they paid a price on election night. The Democrats did have a blue wave. They got back to house. They didn't take the Senate, but um even the Senate has now tightened up because Kirsten Cinema uh, a Democrat in Arizona has now been declared right. the winner of that Senate race. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Arizona, for at least the last quarter century, has been a Republican stronghold. Um, mm -hmm. And she is the first female senator there. But this was a seat that was held by John McCain for a lot of years, and before that, by Barry Goldwater. Oh, right. uh, th This is, you know, Mr. Conservative of, of his generation. Mm -hmm. This is a state that gave us Joe Arpaio the sheriff. Mm -hmm. um, it's a state where Donald Trump did a lot of campaigning. Um, and uh, it's part of that blue wave. So uh, things are changing demographically across America, but uh, even in Southwest America. Uh, and that race in Arizona is uh, an example of it. Well, and I, I think your point, too, about uh how confounding it is, the, the lack of the president's soul 
I thought that was quite beautiful. Um, I, I think that kind of speaks to part of what fed this blue wave is, you know, people just tired of the, the vitriol and um, the lack of empathy. And it's only going to get worse um, in terms of what this, the pressures that this White House is under. Um, yesterday was a federal holiday. Offices in, in Washington were closed, except at the special prosecutor's office. They are reportedly putting together a final report on the Russia investigation. And who should happen to show up in Washington yesterday but Michael Cohen? Oh, really? Yep. Donald Trump's former attorney, hmm. who is cooperating with the Mueller people. They're also looking at a fellow named Jerome Corsi, who is a colleague of Trump ally Roger Stone, the self-proclaimed dirty trickster. Mm -hmm. This uh, Jerome Corsi announced yesterday he expects to be indicted this week. His ties to Roger Stone are interesting because Stone, of course, is connected to Julian Assange and the WikiLeaks. If that connection is made, it involves a word called collusion. Mm -hmm. Michael Cohen showing up in Washington yesterday may indicate that things are happening faster than we know with the special prosecutor. So a lot of stuff going on, um, a lot of stuff for us to keep our eyes on this week. And um, I will, I will be out later in the week. I've got to be out of town, but we'll, uh, we'll talk a week from today. Looking forward to it, Michael. Take care of yourself. You too, my friend. Bye. Bye-bye. That's Michael Loleska from Talk Media News. Here is Natalie Knowles with your local news. The preceding content originally aired on Green Mountain Mornings. The program airs every weekday from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 100.3 FM and a.m. 1490. More podcasts are available on our SoundCloud page, WKVT Radio.